Hey everyone, it's WDW Happy Hour here. It's episode number 15. Um, I'm Catherine. I'm here with Matt, Scott, Rob, and Holly, our fellow podcast members. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're, we're fresh off a Disney trip. We just got back yesterday. We haven't even been in our homes for 24 hours yet, so we have lots of good Disney updates and news items and just a, a good trip review, pretty comprehensive. We got to spend a full week there, so we really did a lot. We were recording this on a gloomy Sunday, and it should be noted that we <laughs> traded our uh, traded our uh, beer and cocktails for hot tea <laughs> as we're... I think oh. most of us were sick on this oh, trip. Yeah, that, yeah we at, were... at some point, like we passed it along, like it was like whisper down the lane. It was like one of us started sick, and then... It just everybody like evolved and sickness. It, it was mad. It was, it was patient zero. Yeah, yeah. no, I, it was. I was definitely the catalyst, and I apologize. So we've got our tissues over here too, guys. If you wow. need them, you yeah, know. just because I love wave, the, just the listeners. The love to hear people blowing their nose directly into a Nothing microphone. Better. They love it. Nothing better. Okay, so this week's topping it off where we're going to talk about a drink that you can find at Walt Disney World or Disneyland. Um, Rob, you're going to be topping us off this week. So what you got? So. During this trip, this is a new find, um, over at Disney Springs, we went to for dinner um, at Splitsville, Luxury Lanes. Uh -huh. So, um, this is probably the last place I thought I would find a top and off drink, but it was unique and delicious. So, it's the Pineapple Mule. So, oh. Matt did the Irish Mule, uh, the take on the Moscow Mule, two episodes ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But this is... Pineapple, vodka, fresh pineapple, and lime juice. Topped with zesty ginger beer for a tropical mule with a pleasant kick. Hmm. It was it was really good. It so it's just so it's just pineapple flavored vodka. It just yeah. gives it a little Yeah. So I, I enjoy flavor. almost anything pineapple flavored. Nice. Did they serve was, it in the traditional copper mug? No. See that? Ah, I no. know it, I know it it I agree with you on the traditional What kind of mug. glass did they serve it in? Like a Tom's call a Tom Collins. Oh like glass. a tumbler? And like, yeah, yeah, the yeah, tall. Yeah. Oh, tall one. That's yeah. weird. Right, that's crushed ice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. No, it was like mm -mm. the Disney ice. Mm mm. It was good though. I mean, yeah. it was just their take on, you know. And I, th it matches well with their theming, also in there. Like, I feel like it's like a kitschy, like tropical, like could almost be tiki-ish at some point. So, yeah. like real fifties, like, like vacation paradise place. I was impressed by the place. I don't oh, know if we want to talk about it now, I but. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in just a little bit when we talk about okay. new things we, we got to check out on this trip, but Splitsville is definitely one of them that left a good impression on four of us. So I was, I was gone by then. And Matt was <laughs> gone. We killed Matt. Um, so, all right, well, then let's, let's talk news. What do we got? Sure. So the big news was um, Hurricane Matthew closing the theme parks for all, all day Friday, the... Oh gosh, seventh. Well, the mm -hmm. seventh. seventh. Yes, and they closed. The day we were supposed to get there. <laughs> yes, and they closed early at 5 p.m. on the 6th. So it was the first time since 20, uh, 2005 during Hurricane Wilma. Um, that they closed. That they closed. And it's only like the fourth or fifth time? Fourth time, yeah. The other one was another hurricane and then 9-11. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty insane. Yeah. When you think is. about it, it is insane. Yeah, and, um, that this was the week we were going. Yeah, yeah. and we we are are about to talk about how Hurricane Matthew affected us, 
and just it should be said that you know how it affected us pales in comparison to some of the ways that it affected you know obviously the, the people who <laughs> lost their lives in Haiti which of course our our hearts are with the you know the victims and family members but so we don't want to downplay it and sound like very entitled to being like, oh, our flight's got but this, around. But this is a Disney podcast, so we're going to give it the Disney twist. Yes. Um, and tell you how it affected travelers going to Disney World. Yes. Um, I know we're we're in the Pennsylvania area. We typically fly out of BWI Airport, which is Baltimore, Washington. Um, and all of our flights, I think we had a total of five flights that were canceled yep. going out on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. We ended up going to Fort Myers instead on Saturday morning because Fort Myers and Tampa seem to have been unaffected uh, airport-wise. Yeah. Um, and then we took a van, seven of us, drove up to <laughs> Disney World on Saturday. So it was a long travel day for us. But well, our first flight, we flew to Charlotte. Yeah, we yeah, had a layover. Wasn't I heard correctly after our flight, they were starting to oh, cancel yeah. other flights in Char the Charlotte yeah. area? Yeah, a lot of delays in Charlotte. We kind of hit it right at we, the right time. We got time. lucky. Yeah, we, we did get lucky because I could have seen if we were coming out a few hours later, we would have either been delayed multiple hours. We had friends who were stuck in Charlotte. And or we would have not made it at all. It was a very Griswoldian. <laughs> I think I referred travel. to it as very amazing race that there was yeah. just constant how flight shifting. Get, how do you get how to do Disney you World get fast? There. Right. So an Catherine adventure. and I were no. Go ahead, Polly. It was an adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. For it really real. was. It Catherine, was the best kind. Sorry, I'm, I keep stuff. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were just saying it. What, Holly? I'm no. Done. I'm done. <laughs> I was just saying, Catherine and I had to go to a wedding um, that Sunday. So like, we absolutely had to be there by Sunday. Um, my good friend Walter and Jill got married at the boardwalk on Sunday. And it was a wonderful ceremony. And we were like, we have to somehow get to Disney through this hurricane. And um, not to bring my own sob story, but on like leading up to that trip, I got sicker than I've ever been in like, <laughs> 10 years. I had like a 103 fever. I couldn't breathe out of my nose or mouth. And I was like, the thought of getting on a plane on Friday, because on Wednesday, I was like on death's door. And I went to oh the boy. I went to He's the not dramatic at all, folks. I went to the doctor and, and she was like, you are in bad shape. And I was like, I have to go on a plane on Friday. She's like, you have to fly on Friday down to Florida. And I was like, yeah, I have to go to a wedding. And she's like, isn't there a hurricane going on? I was like, yeah, it's fine. I don't make it work. It's fine. Well, you're not flying the plane. So. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just passenging. <laughs> but but it, yeah, we it, made it, it work. It all worked, and we thought we had, uh, we had a, a couple traveling with us that were only going to be there for a shorter amount of time on this trip, and it like was all about shifting the one day off, and we were really worried. Like on Friday morning when I, I ended up going to work, I thought we're not going like we, yeah. we won't be like our hopes were very dashed Thursday night Completely. into Friday morning. We, we were kind of throwing in the towel on this trip. After the third canceled flight, you know, was the morale was but low props to, I think all of the airports and, and airlines we work with Southwest was incredibly uh, flexible about changing yeah. plans. And we actually didn't end up flying Southwest, but they were great about, um, like returning and refunding the flight. So you weren't just going to get credit. You would actually get your money and back. And our original flight was Spirit that was supposed to go down there. And Same again, thing. that flight got canceled due to weather and they were able to refund us our money after a short email that we sent. But no questions asked, they were able to refund our money. And we ended up flying out American Airlines and they were good. So we, we dealt with three airlines in trying to finally get down there and we made it work. 
and also good experiences. Prop, right. props to Disney as well. Um, I thought Disney was super flexible. We were supposed to go to the Halloween party on Friday, which was mm-hmm. canceled, um, and they weren't great about either uh, refunding the the ticket. They would either refund you the ticket, you could reschedule for the Halloween or Christmas party, yep. or yeah. they would give you a one day park hopper, which is which is more generous than the cost of a, a Halloween party ticket. So. Thanks and for Disney. us all being annual pass holders, that doesn't wasn't really an option. But still, it's pretty awesome that they're willing to. The whole times were pretty significant calling. Oh, to do oh, it. they were very. I mean, I oh, think I sure. waited over an hour and a half to do the the, the Halloween party. Yeah, yeah props to the customer service yeah, department it, right. at Disney. I can't yeah. imagine like during the whole hurricane stuff. It must have just been a just fiasco. Um, you know, I actually, the guy I talked to was not very friendly. I think I, I noticed a lot of like a little gruff cast members <laughs> on this trip. Um, I, I don't know. I'm sure they were dealing be. with a lot. I know. I'm sure, you know, nothing like, and you know, what we have from our inside sources is that if you were scheduled to work on Friday, you had to use your time off to, to take off. They didn't give you administrative leave. So um, well, yeah, this, I may be, be happy. this may be looking forward a little bit more into our discussion, but I did not find that the crowds were affected at all by the hurricane. Um, what about the Halloween party? That was worse. I know. Well, then it was affected. Oh, well, I mean, that, I don't like. I don't feel like it was. <laughs> it deterred it people from yeah, going. Yeah, it didn't yeah. deter oh, okay. people. It didn't right. dampen the attendance. Oh. No, and and I think that's because a lot of people were. Um, scheduled to go to Halloween parties on other dates that were canceled and then they were like oh well we'll go to the one on Monday so then instead of so then you had all the people who were already scheduled for Monday and also the people from the other parties because Thursday chose and Friday they they were both Thursday canceled and, and then Monday was the next one so you figure Monday is probably got the brunt of yeah, it and I'm sure they didn't limit the amount of no, people. I'm sure. It, it felt crowded. Mm-hmm. It felt more crowded yeah. than yep. it usually does at the Halloween party. And usually the Halloween and Christmas parties at the Magic Kingdom, you're usually you're usually seeing about half of the guest count of what you usually see on a regular night, I guess, depending on when it is, if it's on a weekday. And this felt like at least three quarters of regular attendance, which is crowded for one of those parties. Yeah. Yeah. But it was still a lot of fun. Had a great time. All right, so that's a lot about Hurricane Matthew. So, Rob, what else do we have in, by way of news? So, Disney announced um, Disney's Hollywood Studios is going to have a new holiday show <laughs> called the Jingle Bell Jingle Bam. So jingle Bam? Jingle yep. Bam! Like yeah, quote, Emerald? Jingle Bell, comma, Jingle Bam. All capitals. Um, yeah, bam. bam. Yeah, I'm feeling it's like a bam. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I didn't come up with the name, so don't give me the dirty looks. So is this replacing Osborne? Uh, yes. Yes, and it's going to replace the Star Wars A Galactic Spectacular show. It's going to start November 14th and run through uh, December 31st. So it's going to use the uh, new projection system that they have in place for Star Wars. Um, it's going to have fireworks and then project onto the Chinese theater and the buildings surrounding it. Um... It's going to use scenes Prep from a lot. landing, right? And, yes. Um, yep. Led by led by elves Wayne and Lanny from Prep and Landing. It's going to have scenes from Mickey's Christmas Carol, Beauty and the Beast, oh, I uh, love Mickey's Pluto's Christmas, Christmas Tree, Bambi, and Nightmare Before Christmas. Huh. We gotta go All building Bambi. to a festive finale that's so tinsel, quote unquote. 
So tinsel. Yeah. Is that a thing? <laughs> who, that is so tinsel. Who wrote up this? <laughs> Some, like, <laughs> usually that's the press Dis release from Disney. Usually Disney's pretty good with these press releases, but this... The, the wording I'm on this. I'm just gonna start using that for things. Jingle bell, so jingle, bam. bam. The, yep. the way it terrible. sounds, it almost sounds like it's going to be mostly Nightmare Before Christmas. Like, that's what that wording reminds me of. Like, the like kind of like scary Christmas tie-in. Um, the, the pictures they've released make the Chinese theater look really, really cool. Well, they're great at that projection mapping. We'll say yeah. it again. They, they don't fail at oh. the projection mapping. Hopefully the volume. Uh, we'll talk about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get to that later. We, yeah. we had quite an experience <laughs> with a show the other night. So, well, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. I mean, they need, they need something there. Yeah, I think they knew that with the Osborne lights going away, people probably wanted something Christmas themed. So this... It's easy for them. They just have to change the video. They'll probably sure. even use the same firework yeah. configuration. I'm yeah, because they already used red and green for the Jedi. And yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, it should job. be interesting to see. Jingle Bam. Jingle Bam. <laughs> I hate that name. I really hate it. Jingle Bell. Jingle Bam. Jingle Bell. Jingle Bam. Jingle Bell. Jingle Bam. <laughs> All yeah. right. What else we got? And then the last one is... Uh, Wine Bar George opening in Disney Springs late 2017. Is it just called George or is it called it's, Wine Bar George? This, it's Wine Bar George. <laughs> I hate that <laughs> name too. The logo. So it, it's going to be run by Master Sommelier George Costanza. No, no, definitely not George Costanza. Nor does he look like George Stephanos. Costanza. Jo he does look Greek. Uh, okay. George Miliotis. Oh, sounds Greek. Yeah, so um, he's bringing his expertise, and it's going to be Florida's only master sommelier-led wine bar. Oh, that's cool. Where is it exactly? It's going to be, um, it's going to be, it's taking over one of the last vacant spots in the landing, just behind Raglan Road, opposite the hangar bar. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, so right there. Um, when do they expect to open, or is it, it just, just the announcement? Late, it just says late 2017. So oh, okay. they said it's going to be... Um, it's going to be reminiscent of a winemaker's home estate featuring oak wood, warm lighting, and a welcoming, comfortable atmosphere. Oh, Just wine or food as well? They're going to have, it looks like... Um, like what? tapas? Yes. Um, yeah, small so plates. small plates, cheese, uh, charcuterie. Or, Chic what, how do you pronounce yeah, that? Charcuterie. Charcuterie. We had a yeah. really um, <laughs> long debate on this trip about how to pronounce that. <laughs> charcuterie. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we got it now. We got, yeah, all right, we made it work. We mastered language. <laughs> I'm not, I personally am not a, a wine fan, but I am. I'm always I'm always open to new things, and like if it they can make it accessible to someone like me that doesn't know anything about wines, or like you know they could teach me something. I'm, yeah, it'd be I'm cool if they kind of um, like themed it to like be educational yeah like so you can really like learn it, about it, pitch and it, things like that it does say guests can experience their can expect their experience to include wine education oh cool hmm. yeah I'm into in a it. fun yeah, it's a fun it's a, manner yeah that's cool in a fun manner so it's no 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 I'm not new, in with uh, that <laughs> new bars and stuff so yeah that'll be fun one more place to drink <laughs> we need more <laughs> so that's it alright that's it for the news so that's it for the news so like I said, we're going to do a trip review and we have quite a bit of things, quite a bit of ground to cover. So do you want to talk about food and wine first since that seems to be maybe our heaviest topic? 
Um, sure. So we spent a lot <laughs> of time at Epcot. I think we were there maybe a total of five days on a seven-day trip. So we really, really... And it was mostly food-related. It was not necessarily uh, that much ride-related. No, no. We really didn't. No, we did our Fast Passes, and that was no. the extent. Saturday night, we did some rides. Yeah. That was a good... We were able to walk on Soren on Saturday night track at, at 15 some, minutes. Yeah. So that was really yeah. good. We were happy to do that. Um, so, do you want to just talk about highlights or like new things, or what do you guys? Is there? Yeah, we can do. We what can was do. everybody's highlight? I would have to look at my passport. I feel like I did. I'll, not I'll start with the highlight because yeah, okay. I know what I, I know what I liked. I liked the um, lobster roll in America this time. That really ended up being my favorite thing to eat, even though I'm normally beef skewers all the way. I mean, I did have those, but. I thought uh, for value and for taste, that was my favorite thing. Nice. It looked like quite a bit of lobster. Like it wasn't yeah. very um, lobster salady with like a lot of extra mayo and stuff. Like it looked like now, it was just mostly lobster. I got it twice, and there seemed to be some variation in the composition of the lobster roll. Because the first one I had was really heavy lobster, not that much in sauce. The, you know sauce. Mm -hmm. The second one was a little bit more, so I don't know whether they were scraping the bottom of the uh, okay. uh, the dish or whatever. But no, it was it was good either way. So and that, that was, was in my... that's in America, folks. Yes. So, Rob, do you have anything that comes to, to the top of your head? So okay. the um, the Hawaiian pork slider in Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, it was it was like ridiculously. It was you kept it's saying like butter. butter, yeah, it's like, like the the mayo that they put on it. And I'm not a mayo fan. I could have drank that stuff. It was like <laughs> some kind of spicy. Yeah, it was a um, spicy mayo. Yeah, it was so good. Uh, is, pork was, is it Kahlua? Kahlua, Kahlua pork, pork yeah. yeah. And then the yeah, other highlight, yeah. which was I would have never expected it, was the pork lettuce wrap in South Korea. Yeah, you got that. Yeah, you were a changed man after. Yeah, that. so it was a it was a big piece of like bib lettuce, filled with, uh, well, it's weird that it's both pork dishes, but, um, the pork was kind of salty, which I'm okay with. I do like a fair amount of salt, uh, and then they used some kimchi on okay. top. It was just it's a little sloppy to eat with your hands, but well worth it. It was only like four bucks, so nice. it, like the portion was pretty big. Do you know yours? Oh, yeah. Well, I have two. Okay. Uh, China, the black pepper shrimp with oh. garlic. Oh, yeah. that's, that, that's, that's third in my... Um, I was yeah. going to say, it was, one, it was delicious, and two, it was very generous with portions. Yes. You got, like, a real pasta yeah. dish when you got that. Like, it was, like, overflowing, essentially. <laughs> so. Um, and then my other one is in France. Um, I actually tried the frozen daiquiri ice pop. Mm. Um, <laughs> delicious. It's like a strawberry puree with like French Caribbean, I think, rum clement. I don't mm. know what that is, but it was really good. Melts very, very messy. <laughs> very messy. I felt like that was a nighttime snack, yeah. probably. I think I had like twenty napkins around the bottom, <laughs> just like yeah. So, but it was delicious. So yeah, those were the two. They were new tries. Yeah. Um, I had the, I, I'm going to second the Kahlua pork slider. I think that might have been 
my new favorite that I had this That's year. That's so good. It, I can't believe you guys just, didn't get that before. It was just like butter. <laughs> it, it was just like butter. It was so it was good. Delicious. Just, the the bun is good. The slaw is good. The like the pork is just melts in your mouth. Um, and then I'd have to give an honorable mention to I just told oh now I remember uh the Belgian waffle the, uh -huh. with yeah. the I like the berry compote um man what a long line like I never thought about it when I walked past and then the one night when we got it it was just like I'm waiting I don't care it was really really good uh I'm not even a I'm more of a savory type type of person I'm not very sweet um but that was delicious it was so good um so Matt yeah, something. Yeah, I do. Um, I was still like nursing my cold, so I feel like I'm so <laughs> bummed out. Like I'm looking at my uh, passport, and I'm like, God, I did not do a lot of things. There was a day where you guys went to Epcot for lunch for food and wine. I was like, I'm gonna go back and sleep. Like I was such a freaking sad sap for most <laughs> of this trip. I'm, I'm regretting it. But one thing, like since I wasn't there that much, I tried to do almost all new things. Um, and um, I went to the new chocolate studio. And I got the liquid nitro chocolate almond truffle um, with caramel, and it was awesome. It was, I mean, if you like chocolate, obviously a prerequisite, but it was such a, like, really nice. I like the the nitro. It's got like a... It makes it kind of like astronaut ice cream. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> and I'm not a huge fan of Dippin' Dots ice cream in the yeah, future, yeah. but um, I really like this, and it was refreshing on a uh, warm day. So, yeah, the liquid nitro chocolate was probably my pick. Yeah. Um, something else that we got to do this trip that I don't think we've ever done before um, is we watched one of the Eat to the Beat concerts. 38 Special rocked our socks <laughs> off. They were really good. We actually had a really fun time doing that. Um, it's funny that, like, that's the band that we chose to... <laughs> and we, we were all, like... We, I think we all surprised ourselves at how many 38 Special songs we knew. We're at, when they started playing, we're like, God, we only know like one 38 Special song. And then they kept playing, I'm like, I know this song. I know this song, too. They were, they freaking rocked. Yeah. Old dudes. Still rocking. kind of just snuck in there. Yeah. Yeah, we did walk in the back. It wasn't very busy. I don't know if we were allowed to do no, that, but at that point, so. the cast members, was that like the handicapped entrance or what? It, well, they had the rope up and yeah, I just like just walked jumped through over it, it and yeah. then I just think stood I just on the side. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was feeling pretty good at that yeah. point, so I didn't really care. So, yeah, we definitely... Any I, misses? Oh, I have a big miss. Yeah, I know, I have I'm a big miss. I have a, I have a, wine. I have a yeah. huge miss. Um, um, my number one looking forward to item was the hummus fries mm, in yeah. Morocco. I love hummus. I like spice. Oh, I was so disappointed in them. I can tolerate pretty hot food too. And I bit into it and it was just like, I couldn't even enjoy it. It was really spicy. It was curry spicy, not like uh, Mexican Latin spicy. spicy. Yeah. And I actually, and I had yours when you gave it and I actually liked it. Mm, yeah. It wasn't for me. I, I, I didn't like, like it, it wasn't well presented either. Like it was just like kind of looked like bricks of tofu. It didn't. It really... did. Yeah, you're right. Because I had that as well, and yeah, I was not I just, real I... hit on the head by it. No, I didn't like it at all. Um, I did like, and I know this isn't a new dish. I also really liked the uh, beef in France. That was really good. Uh, very, very delicious. Um, 
I'm trying to think. Could about you it. consider the absence of the cheese studio a miss for this year? Oh, you guys were yeah. missing that, that was big time. like that was mm-hmm. my favorite because that was truly like an appetizer. Some of these yeah. things they always try to meet them up because they're such small portions. I feel like, and I'm not a big meat eater, so like I'd rather I'm drawn to the more appetizer esque ones, and that was such a good stop to just go and grab like a. You know, it's like an appetizer walking yeah. around. I also didn't love, they had um, in the craft beer, uh, they had a pimento and pretzel dip that we got the one time. And the pretzels were like, they were like soft pretzels that they cut up and then let them harden. And they were so tough to eat on your teeth. Mm. They like hurt, like they weren't like pretzel sticks. And then they also, of course, didn't give you enough pretzel for the amount of pimento cheese you got. So I was like dipping my fingers into it, like, <laughs> don't miss up. Like a mongrel. <laughs> I know. <laughs> However, at the uh, craft beer station, I had the piggy wings, and those were awesome. Oh. Those are really good. That's actually my miss. Oh, is oh it? you didn't like the piggy wings? Oh. They tasted incredible. It was, and I don't know if I just got, I had them on two separate occasions, two days. And every one of mine, like four that I ate, had little pieces of bone in it. Oh yeah, you had like oh, a yeah. shard of bone like, in yours. And that so you were like, like I'm biting out. it, and like I'm like, it was a literally. Piece yeah, you of were bone. saying that while, and I I ordered it and, the same time as you. I got it, and you're like you're like picking out pieces of bone. I'm like mine is fine. Yeah, but then we could actually see the bone on yours was shattered on the one. Like right. you, like we were like there it is. You can tell. Yeah. So that was in. Yeah, that's not good. That, but. The food itself was good. Like the mm-hmm. wing itself was really delicious. They put the sesame seeds on, mm-hmm. which I'm a big fan of, and it tasted good. It was just I, and that's probably not their fault. It's just yeah. how it was prepared. You know, one like, out of three of our entrees had bone. Hey, a three thirty-three <laughs> batting average. You're in the Hall of Fame, so I mean. But we split. Mine was fine. It was always your piece. Your piece. I, was, I don't know what to tell you. It was I, weird. Yeah. So that was a, a miss. Mm. Yes. Um, yeah, go ahead, Hall. Um, the Islands of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. Um, I was really looking forward to trying the Caribbean sangria. Mm-hmm. Very disappointing. Yeah. And Number it was one. small. Um, was was it? it a red or white sangria? It was a white. Um, it was very small portion. I thought it would have been a little bit more bigger. It didn't taste mm. that great. Mm. I mean, I love sangria. Just it just... Like- just wasn't bitter. Just didn't taste. I thought it would be like like tropical. Like what was there last year? Was that Puerto Rico? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It was just. It's the it's, same. That's like the wandering stand. Like it's yeah. always something. I like, and it's so. Um, it's such a large area, so it lends itself to it's never crowded, an expansive yeah. menu. But I feel like they, they miss. Yeah. They miss. That was a big. That was a miss. Disappointment. Um, I will say one of my major hits that I didn't talk about, we were kind of talking about food, um, but when it comes to drink, obviously the Cronenberg Blanc, but duh, that's <laughs> like my favorite thing in the world. Um, but I really enjoyed also in the craft yep. beer section, they had um, the two Henry's Blueberry Vanilla American Wheat Ale. And oh, that, that was awesome. Yeah, Incredible. it was so good. We tried that in a flight, and then... Where's that from? Does it say where uh, they... Plant City, Florida. Oh, okay. It was really, really That's good. It's a really good beer. It was light. Like, um, I, you know, it was just right up my alley. The blueberry wasn't too overpowering, yeah. but it was, like, sweet and light. It was so good. And I feel like most vanilla-flavored beers are 
stouts or porters. And so to have like a little vanilla in a wheat beer was, was kind of interesting. It was really good. That was a really good beer. Totally. Um, make sure if you're an annual pass holder, you visit three times, get your mug. I think we were all impressed by the glass. The, yeah, the tumbler. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was streamlined oh, this yeah. year. It was very easy, much better than last year. Yeah. No, we no talked space. about this last time, but it's a really nice yeah. glass. Okay. Now seeing it in person, yeah, it's... Yes, yes. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. We did the Chase Lounge. Um, they expanded the Chase Lounge this year. Um, there's a room beyond the bathrooms. It's almost like a conference room that they yeah. had large tables. So it was pretty crowded because it was raining at the time we were we were there. Sure. So it you know they it was a nice little. Still have the Coke freestyle machines. You can get free drinks if you're a, a Chase card member. Um, they took out all the uh, Disney Infinity kiosks this year, <laughs> as expected. That is, they are uh, not tethering their uh, tethering their ship to a sinking ship. Sinking ship. That's it. I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's but yeah, they good. took those out. But yeah, it's it's a nice place if you're a Chase card member. It doesn't have to be a Disney um, Chase card. It could be any Chase Visa, and you're you're good to go. I have a question for you uh, for the rest of you about two stands. The 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 chew stands there right as you come in mm. i didn't there weren't any options that i liked of the food you there, guys but went there i didn't right? go did you guys have anything that you liked there or i had the, the um, i had the tomato the heirloom tomato salad it was really good it's not for everybody it's um you have to like balsamic vinegar they they use the balsamic vinegar reduction so it's pretty pungent. No, that was at that. the. It was the Chew Collective and the Greenhouse. Yes, they were both. Yeah, yeah both you had something from the Chew Collective. Mm -hmm. Was that the gazpacho? Oh. I think Joe and Aaron had the gazpacho. They liked it too. Yeah. That wasn't at the. Uh, that wasn't at the Chew Collective. Where the hell was the gazpacho? Oh, the gazpacho was also Greenhouse Guru. Thank you. Well, you know, we were there. You weren't there that day. Listen, man, I don't know. <laughs> what did you get, Hall? Um, I think I got the beef skewer. Yeah. Um, How was it compared to? Do you have the? Have you ever had the one in Patagonia? Yeah, I don't, that one does not. I'm not a big fan. Okay. Um, it's just it's very garlicky. Very garlicky, and it just How was this kept one? repeating. Um, this one wasn't too bad. I just wish the beef was cooked a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, usually that's not the problem with the stuff there. It's yeah, usually, they usually overcooked. Usually overcook everything. Yeah. Well, actually, when I was waiting for for mine, a lady came up and. She's like, I don't want this. This is not cooked. And I looked at it and I'm like, wow. Like it looked very still pink, pink very raw. Hmm. And I'm, ooh. she's like, I want my money back. So, but I mean, mine, mine was cooked, but I mean, you I usually like get your steaks a little bit more yeah. well done. I know I do too. So that would, so, that would freak me out. Right. But it's hard for them to prepare. Like we've said that masses, in Canada yeah, with that. the, with the filet, it's like, I would like mine much more undercooked. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, so, but they, they, have, but they to, have to, they're serving hundreds of people. Yeah. And then mine was over like, I think arugula uh -huh. with some type of dressing and mm -hmm. there was an apricot on it. That was good. Oh. I mean, it was good. I liked it. Yeah. Just, I just wanted the beef cooked a oh. little bit more. All right. So. Okay. I was just curious about it because yeah. I didn't, I didn't have anything there and I didn't know how their, yeah. those stands were. I really liked the stands last year better there. Yes, agreed. There was something like no, nothing there really threw itself at me that I had to stop yeah. there. Like last year, I was like, I have to go to the Chew Collective. Yeah. And what was it? The Chew. Uh, there were two Chews. Sustainable Chew. Sustainable yes. Chew. Yes. Yeah, I really, I, I felt the need to have to go there last year. This year, there was nothing there that like 
threw itself at me, really. Yeah. Um, I was also, my taste buds are still a little off, so uh, I wasn't as hardcore as I usually am. <laughs> the Wine and Dine Studio had some good stuff. I think Aaron got the Sears scallop, scallop yeah. that mm-hmm. looked really good. Yeah, that was a big, that was a nice size portion, too. And yeah. that was you got a- Brussels sprouts. Is that the one with the celery? Yeah, uh, the truffled celery root puree, Brussels sprouts, and wild mushrooms. Yes. Yeah, she... she that was a big scallop. Yeah, it was a huge scallop. <laughs> um, the, the other change this year was to the passport book, which they used... To, we mentioned this yeah. earlier with the preview. Mm-hmm. They used stickers instead of getting stamps at each key. I, and the stickers are included in, in the book. Correct. So you it's right in the middle. Yourself, yeah. I, I thought it was a good change. I liked yeah. it also because how many times have we gone and we're like, oh crap, I forgot my book in the room. I'm going to start a new one. Like you could do that easier yep. instead of like, I mean, there are a few people in our party who either lost their book or didn't bring it with them so that they would, could grab another and just kind of put the stickers on. Yeah, so. and it streamlines the process for the cast members because they, that. I mean, how often do you go up for food and you have someone be like, can I just get a stamp? <laughs> so then it takes away from you know, the amount of things that they have to do. So yeah, just streamline the process. Um, one, I have one disappointment in myself. Like I didn't do a lot of desserts. Mm. I mostly drank, <laughs> um, and entrees, entrees. Yeah. Um, but I do, I have to recommend over in Poland. Oh, the apple pie. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce this, but frozen. It's frozen Malaka. apple pie. So, yeah. It's an apple pie featuring, um, Zubraka bison grass vodka. Basically, it's apple pie with alcohol. Yes. Um, at the bottom of the the little glass thing, it's like apple pie filling, mm-hmm. and then a frozen apple pie slush with vodka topped with like like a graham yeah. crust. Yeah. Pops look good. It really, really <laughs> they, good. They they uh shrunk the portion size of this uh-huh. though it yeah. was bigger last year yeah. oh i had this last year I yeah. Was just, yeah and i wasn't crazy about it but then again i'm not big on vodka but i was i'm well, big on apple pie so i thought i'd still <laughs> like it i thought it was really good but like yeah. i said that was the only dessert thing i you had ate the entire food and wine and that was a yeah. dessert and alcohol thing so good exactly. on you that was a nice mix well <laughs> combine rock. both worlds the popsicle thing i guess could be a dessert technically yeah, that could too. Be too oh i had some of that um some of that slushy in France. I don't know what that was, but I passion fruit. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Like it was really fruity. I don't know how many of those I could have had, but it was good. It was it melted really fast though. I think that's why passion I, martini slush. Yeah, that was that was enjoyable. I like that a lot. So, all right. So that... anything to else to add regarding food and wine? All right. Yeah, that about does it. Matt, do you want to talk just a second about the wedding and and just like the Disney touches? Yeah, um, as I said earlier, Catherine and I went to a wedding um, down there. Um, It was um, on Sunday, it was at the boardwalk and it was a beautiful ceremony. Congrats to my friends Walter and Jill. Uh, Catherine and I had a great time. The ceremony was at the boardwalk um, gazebo. It was like just a beautiful ceremony. They had, Disney had an awesome violin player. This guy shred so hard on the violin like I was so impressed by this violin player he was playing like the Star Wars theme he was playing theme stuff from Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid it's just one guy on a violin but like he was just like he was great incredible and great. uh yeah so the ceremony was really nice and then the reception was at the Atlantic Dance Hall and Catherine and I had both never been in that venue um it was really big it felt really big um it was it was an interesting 
venue. Like, I feel like it's not really utilized too much, but I mean, this. Everything. It's usually a dance club yeah, at night. Yeah, I'd never, I'd never been there in its use as a dance club. But it's cool. It's it's two stories, and they had the cocktail hour on the second, uh, the second floor, which kind of overlooks the dance floor, and then uh, the party was all moved downstairs, and that was where the uh, remainder of the reception was. And the cocktail hour included beef skewers with chimichurri sauce, mm. just like food and wine. It was real, and you could add your own chimichurri sauce. And then they had a spicy um, uh, teriyaki that you could put uh. on instead. So you could either make your beef skewers like more Asian or Patagonia yeah. style with the garlic. Um, it was or just eat the beef. Or just yeah. eat the beef. Or just eat the beef. Yeah, as expected, the food at the reception oh was my incredible. Gosh. I mean, it's, it's they had risotto. Disney. They had a mashed potato bar. Those were my highlights. Yeah, I had a, I'm, I'm I more had on a, the side. I had a salmon that was incredible. They had a carving, carving station. Carving station. But yeah, so congrats to Walter and Jill. Um, well, we, you didn't even talk about like the Disney stuff. Oh my God, <laughs> yeah. He and Minnie and Stitch were there. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. We were there. They Did were they kind of to select those characters. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So yeah, she's a big Stitch fan because we were like, "Why?" Stitch? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> Mickey, Minnie, and Stitch. Yeah. We're like, why yeah, she, Stitch? She's like, "I love Stitch." Yeah. We we're she, like, Fine. She's a big Stitch fan, so that's why Stitch was there. Um, and then there took pictures with all the wedding party. Yeah, it was fun. They were out on the dance floor with everybody. That's it was, awesome. It was very. Kath cool. and I got some pictures with Mickey. So. Yeah, it was it was really fun. Um, and they did. Uh, like nice little Disney touches. Their uh, seating. Oh, the, those are the place best. cards were look like the cast member uh, name tags with our names. But they were made out of chocolate, and that was like on the table. Like <laughs> you would grab your. It had your um, seating arrangement. All this um, instead of being table one, table two, they were different um, Disney characters. characters. So we were at Abu, and so you'd grab your chocolate name tag, and it would show the character, and then on the table had hand-drawn sketches of the character, so you would find the hand-drawn sketch of Abu to find your table. Awesome. It was very cool. There were a lot of like awesome Disney touches, as expected, and it was a really beautiful ceremony and reception, so. And that porch on the Atlantic Dance Hall is really nice. Oh yeah, we got to watch uh, Eliminations. It, but there's a porch that wraps around the entire building, or at least the side that faces the boardwalk. Hmm. So we went out there, mm -hmm. and like during Illuminations, you could see like some of I mean, you could see all the fireworks, but you couldn't really hear the music. But it was just like a really pretty scene to be outside on the porch enjoying the boardwalk. Yeah, and by that point in the reception, Catherine had gotten whatever I had gotten. I was getting over my sickness, and Catherine was oh like, "Oh my gosh, peak. get over the sickness!" No, for but God then sakes, no, I'm just saying. Jesus. Catherine had a Catherine had a <laughs> uh, a quote that I thought was really funny, and she's like, "This is like the one and only time I've ever not taken advantage of an open bar." Because you were, she was drinking tea, and I, I was know, like, I was like, I know you're not oh feeling boy. well because there's an open bar and you're drinking tea. Wow. Yeah, but anyway, we had a great time. So that was cool. Um, and then what else did we do that was new, Rob? I feel like you were the <laughs> the curator. Um, as far as dining, we enjoyed Splitsville. Yes. Um, at Disney Springs. So this is one of those things that we've always mentioned trying and. Um, we couldn't find a reservation for anything that we were interested in on Thursday night. And so we just went over to Disney Springs and said, oh, we'll just walk in places and see if they'll seat us. It was only four of us. Um, and this was one of them. It was dead in there. Did it you eat a bowl or did you just eat? We, we just, just ate. ate. Just yeah, ate. so we had, we had a couple drinks. Um, and we ate. I thought the food was really good. I had sushi. 
Um, it wasn't Morimoto level, but close. I mean, it was. They're known for their sushi. Yeah, it's one it of was. Their... It was. I would go back and certainly get it again. Uh, the cocktail that I had, uh, they said the uh, pineapple mule was good. Um, you guys seem to enjoy yeah. your food. Yeah. yeah, I had a great burger. I yeah, mean, it was well prepared. Yeah, Holly and I both went for the like they had like a bowl rice section bowls. rice bowls. Um, mine was a taco bowl, so it had ground beef and it was essentially just a regular taco salad in one of those crispy fried shells. Um, it was huge. Yeah, it was, was twenty dollars, <laughs> and there's absolutely I don't even think two people could have eaten it. <laughs> I almost got that. That was my first choice. I know we should have split that. We should have split filled that. Yeah, yeah, yours, I, I should have gotten yours because yours was more like doable. Your, yeah. like Holly's was in like a real bowl and it was a little bit smaller because you had filet in yours. Yeah. So oh, it was a little good. bit, a little bit more high class than my Fiesta taco bowl, but it was really good. Um, our waiter there was very nice. His name was Cody. He was, I, I really, I thought he was good. He was very quick. Mm -hmm. Like he just got down yeah. to the point and, uh, the burger came with a special sauce on it and like he didn't really know what it was and he was like well i'll go ask and i was like just bring it to us on this side so we got to try the splitsville special sauce and how was it it was good it was very similar like big mac sauce it reminded me but mm. like a little bit of worcestershire sauce mm. i would guess i couldn't find the recipe but we tried. It's a secret. <laughs> it's a secret. It's the split You are secret. not privy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was very good. And we talked about like it would be really fun to go in there and get one of those like tables at one of the lanes. Because, and bowl. Yeah. yeah. It, Big group of people. Yeah. Yeah. So. Also, we did before that, we had a, well, you had tried it before, mm -hmm. Catherine, but uh, Holly, myself, and Scott tried the, uh, went to the Coca Cola beverage bar, mm -hmm. rooftop bar. Mm -hmm. So that was. I thought fun. Um, <laughs> I know it doesn't. It was it what was, an endorsement. It, no, it was like it was dead up there. Like there yeah, wasn't really many was. people, yeah, was no and like it started to like sprinkle a little bit. And, <laughs> um, but you get some cool views of, of Disney Springs. Well, that's funny because when we when Catherine and I were there, it was like a zoo. But it was a my, little bit later at night, and it was yeah. a Thursday night. Yeah. It wasn't that was a Saturday. Sure. So. Um, but they have some unique drinks. Mm -hmm. Might yeah, I think be a we all tried some interesting stuff. Yeah. Might hear some topping it off mm -hmm. at some point. Yeah, uh, we um, we were talking to the photographer up there. They have a guy up there with a you know a nice camera, and we were talking to him. And they don't work for Disney, so I was really grilling him like, "What are you doing? Like, why are you here?" And they give you a photo, like the old school photo pass cards pre Magic Band. They don't scan it to your Magic Band. They'll give you a card. And it was a very hard sell on the photos. He was like, well, you can go downstairs and then they'll link it to your band. And I was like, but there's a code on here. You can link it to your band. You do not need to go <laughs> and link it to your band. They will they will show up. It was a while, quite a while. It was about 12 hours later until uh -huh. they showed up. But the photos showed up and they said they are adding the polar bear experience to the Coke store. So that's why they had the photographer there to bring a little bit more character interaction to Disney Springs. Hmm. Um, I think that'll go over well. People like the polar bear. Yeah. So, so they're bringing a live polar bear there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Take pictures <laughs> with be, your kids. Yeah. <laughs> to be mauled. Yeah. Um, I feel the, like the views from there are going to get better as Disney yeah, Springs gets true. better. 
I when uh, they restructure Planet Hollywood yep. to be uh, giant Guy Fieri's face as the facade. <laughs> yep. Can't That's wait for that. It's going to be really it's nice. A, that is a bad eyesore, though, like it right is. now with uh, at the Coke bar. It's just like... It's right there. It's just right there. This thing like is the, still hollowed out. Like, yeah, there's they have a lot of work to yeah, do. Yeah, it's just, it's just bones right now. I yeah. Uh, we did... We experienced a new bus stop um, yeah. mm -hmm. transportation hub there. Um, it's nice because when you pull in, they drop you right off at the entrance. So you walk, you, it's, they don't uh, drop you off at the stop 50 like, yard yeah. walk and you're yeah. in the middle of Disney Springs. Um, it's kind of a far walk depending on where your resort is to get to your bus. That was a little pop century. Was yeah. Like a good half <laughs> 27 mile. was yeah, pretty far, far away, pop but it was, I thought it was in a good location as far as like where within oh you were disney in the heart springs. of disney springs yeah. in just a second after getting off that bus yeah it was right by the lime garage and it looked nice there too like yeah, the way they built those pavilions and stuff um and then the next day we went to disney springs and uh we did morimoto asia for lunch and we actually had a disappointing experience yeah. full disclosure full disclosure <laughs> um we did not <sighs> yeah, it was not a great experience. Um, was, ate, was this a weekend, weekday, like what? Friday, Friday afternoon. afternoon. Friday afternoon. We did eat in the bar, which I think could have contributed to a little bit of it because I think we got a bartender for a waiter instead of a yes. full-blown waiter. Um, he tried. He, I thought he was attentive, and I felt kind of bad for him because I don't think he really. I don't think he was super educated on the menu. Like, I don't... Yeah. He was either new or there was a language barrier yes, there. there was definitely I... some sort of language barrier. But Scott has a weird reaction to MSG, and, and Scott asked if there was MSG, and he, number one, didn't know what MSG was. Scott can't watch the Rangers at all. <laughs> yeah. Or the Knicks. Gardens. Or the Knicks. He just, just destroys them. No, but, but he, didn't, he didn't know what it was, and I kind of explained it, and... You know, there's, I guess there's disputing, I'm not going to get into the science of it, whether it's a, a thing or not, but I have had experience and I know that it's something that sets me off. And a lot of Asian cooking does typically have it as a flavor enhancer, which I explained to him. And uh, he said, oh no, I'll go get my, my manager and we'll, you know, have him talk to you. And manager came out and basically told us it's in everything we have. Um, yeah. And there was really no alternative. Like yeah, I was said, expecting can... to be like, okay, well we can make X if you like this yeah. and then we can put the sauce on the side or whatever. But there was really like, he like kind of shrugged and was yeah. like, he's like, yeah, we can make you a bowl of rice with egg. I think when yeah. you guys told me that I was really, really surprised because I usually equate the use of MSG like as trashy. adding flavor to things that are, are of a lesser quality. You, you tend to expect that at like a, a lower quality, you know, local uh, Chinese food place. But at Morimoto, where they're really promoting uh, high quality food and a you know upper echelon dining experience, the fact that they choose to put MSG in their food, and maybe I'm just not as educated on the that's, use yeah, of that, but I just have always equated MSG with like trying supposed, to mask lesser quality. It's supposed to enhance the the umami flavor, mm -hmm. uh, from what I understand about the use of it. So you do find it a lot in like giant you know, supermarket brand Chinese food and things like that. Right. But yeah, I was, I was surprised. I did end up getting a couple things there. I wasn't terribly hit on the head by, I had, um, the, 
what am I trying to say? The um, pork dumplings. Pork dumplings, which I like the ones better at um, Trader Sam's. Oh, okay. Even than I than I did those, but your uh, your crab rangoons were good. Yes, I'll give them that. I was uh, a little. Let me try that one again. Disappointed <laughs> in the pork. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the pork bell. Yeah, yeah, we got the bell uh, steamed buns with pork belly. Um, and Holly also ordered the t chicken teriyaki, and then we just know next time not yeah. to get the, the, the pork belly ones were full on fat. I mean, it was just gross fat that you cut off the steak. Yeah. Like it was, it was nasty. My first sandwich was like half meat and half of that, and then my second one was all fat. Yeah, it was. So I basically just ate. The, the bun, bun. and pork lettuce. belly is typically. Uh, you didn't know this until I told you, so don't act like you yeah. know. <laughs> so I googled, "Is pork belly fatty?" And then I told Matt, and now he's being the voice of expertise on pork <laughs> belly. Mean, well, our our listeners were <laughs> aware of this conversation. But you would think, as they're constructing the the buns, like. Oh, this is you a would, bad piece. Like, this let me is a cut bad that piece. Off. Yeah, let right. me cut this off, or yeah. let me find a piece with a little more, little bit more meat. Yeah. But mine was legit. <sighs> it was bad. so gross. Yeah, that's that's unacceptable. It grossed me out to even cut it off. Like to yeah. even my fork yeah. was touching the fat, and it grossed me out. And then I got the crab rangoons, and I really was like so unappetized by this whole experience that I was going to order these churros that I love so dearly, and I was not even like feeling like spending any more money there or really like getting any more full from that. But thankfully we didn't get the churros because we had a much better experience somewhere oh, else. Yeah. Um, oh, we yes. ended up just walking around. I wanted to go into Amaret's Patisserie uh, just to see. Um, I've There's an Instagram account that takes a lot of good pictures there and I was like, I've seen these treats. They look really, really mm. cool. I just wanted to go in and look at them. Well, we got talking to the guy behind the counter, whose name is Rob, and he was very, very knowledgeable about every like ingredient that was in each thing. And oh my gosh, <laughs> the treats there are so beautiful and they're so tasty. So do we all want to talk about what we got there? Sure. Okay. Rob, you go first because I'm thinking about yours specifically. Uh, so I got the... Um Pistachio Eclair. Mm. Oh god, that sounds so good. <laughs> it was it, it was incredible. It was um it was like an open face eclair. So it was like the shell of the eclair, but they put all the filling like on top on top of it. Was it was like in a but valley. It, yeah, it, it was like it, a hot it, dog. It did go it down yeah. into it. Are you um, a big pistachio guy? Not typically, but it just really? looks so appetizing. And I oh, do enjoy it, don't I'm get me wrong. Big. We thought of you. Guy. Yeah, we yeah. Were like, that's what Matt would have got. I love pistachio ice cream. And then they had like a um, a thin, it was wafer. chocolate, like wafer of, of chocolate on top. And it was beautiful. Like It, it, was, I don't it, was, know art, they, it was artistic. Like. The yeah. pictures that you guys showed me just made my mouth water. And they were just like beautifully constructed. Like just, Yeah, it, mm -hmm. it was $6. Um, yeah, it was but, but I think of it like... If you got a cupcake in the the park, they're usually four fifty five bucks. And this, this is so, so much, much higher better. quality. Yeah. Like this was real. Like these are real like artists. Right. I mean, they had the you got the 20 percent off with the annual pass discount, so it was like five. It was it was well worth it. Yeah. I you know. What, what did, did you, you get, get, Holly? All right, I got the 39th and Broadway cheesecake. Was that? Oh what it was yeah, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Um. 
cheesecake was up. It was delicious. On top, it had lemon curd. Mm. And then topped with, like, blueberries. Absolutely delicious. Yeah, it, that was a beautiful looking yeah. one. It was like a full cake and like a, a, like a hand. It was it was gorgeous. It was just so pretty. Um, Scott, I got the mini Mickey Dome cake, oh. which was it was sort of like a chocolate mousse and then like a, I believe it was like a vanilla mousse on top of that and yeah. it had a little bit of chocolate crumble. It was almost at the like marbled. <laughs> And it was weird because it was really shiny. Like, I don't know. I, I do have a picture of it that we might put up at some point. Yeah. But it was really shiny and almost gave you the look like a hard candy shell. Mm. But it wasn't. It was more like, almost like gel. But yeah. it didn't overwhelm the it taste at gorgeous. all. It was gorgeous. I could, you know, I really feel like people aren't going in there because I feel like these are such a, like, thing. Like, they look like little Mickey hats. Yeah. And they're so cool looking and like the inside looked so delicious too so i'm surprised i feel like these are gonna like catch fire mm -hmm. and like eventually be like such a pervasive it, like thing and it's in a weird so if you're looking at the world of disney it's to the far right side yeah along it's, the it's back the almost the, it's, it, it's it's like tucked away in a corner and they don't have very good window presence like correct uh, candy, like, where they sell, like, the dipped apples and, like, that candy cauldron. candy cauldron down on the western side. I mean, they have a huge window. You can see people making the candy. It's very, like, out in the open. This, you don't see anything unless you walk in. And the whole, like, walking in, they also have, like, concept art of the treats. Like, I got one that was huh. called Dancing with Pavlova. And I like kind of talked to him and he was like a sommelier of cake. Like he was just like, <laughs> oh, you don't like chocolate. Well, let me, let me tell you, like, I think you'd like either the one Holly got or this one that was, it was, it was so delicious. It had like, um, hibiscus, um, fondant on, and they made like, they were like little Hershey kiss type shapes on the top it was that sounds awesome it was yours was beautiful it, yeah, was, it was so pretty and it had a flower i ate the flower it was good she's like yep i'm, I'm eating the flower it. <laughs> it was like all berry it was like more of a berry base it was so good was and so i will say after spending a week at food and wine the prices were not that bad for the agreed size. i thought going i thought going in there they would be like the things you got especially like 10 12 dollars so it were they like six? Eight. Yeah. Mine's, yeah. I think mine may have been eight. Okay. Yeah, mine I think was closer to six. Yeah. yeah, and I think Holly's was six as well. That's what mine was. But again, that's I thought was a two people could easily oh, split so, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so. I felt really stuffed after having more <laughs> moto for lunch and then that, but very cool experience. Yeah, go really, try it. Like I just everything is just so beautiful and breathtaking mm -hmm. and they have macaroons that are mm -hmm. that looked really good. Yeah. Pre-packaged, you can get them when just walking in. They also have someone decorating. Oh, so the it was full really size cool. Cakes. Yeah, it was yeah, cool to watch, watch them like decorate and Yeah. Yeah, and they have a lot of dome cakes. So if you have a special occasion there, they have like the Mickey hats that look like Pluto's head, Mickey's head, like Minnie. Minnie, all like the Fab Four. Yeah. Fab five? Goofy. Yeah, Goofy and Donald. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, definitely go in there and check that out. What else? Did we do anything else new? Oh, Muppets. Let's talk about oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, <laughs> on Friday, nope, that was Thursday morning. Thursday. Thursday morning, we went to the Magic Kingdom and we made it a point to see the great moments in history with the Muppets. Mm -hmm. Let me, let me lead into this one, because I was sitting around, yeah. sitting around there. You guys were coming from Haunted Mansion. Correct. Um, prior to the start of this, the 
there's a guy who is the town crier, who's the personality who kind of emcees this whole thing, um, James Jefferson, and he hands out his little business card, and he kind of is handing out flags to the crowd, and he's like, Sam Eagle loves when he looks down and he sees all these flags waving. <coughs> and so I was like, all right, yeah, sure, I'll take one. Yeah, they give out little flags. It was really, really cute. And they pick out two kids. Yep, they picked out two kids who got to ring a bell along with the town crier as part of this thing. So that was cute, too. But it, that was the kind of crowd involvement pre-show, and then I'll yes. take it from there for the... During the show, um, they use the windows above the Heritage House, which is like, it's been used for just like an eating area that's like kind of attached to Sleepy Hollow snacks. Um, like sometimes they'll do princess meet and greets in there, like Tiana's sometimes in there, and yeah. so is the Wicked Queen during special events. Um, and the windows above there, it I, I'm not going to ruin the whole thing, but we actually saw the two shows. We saw the... Uh, Declaration of Independence, and we also saw the Midnight Ride of Paul Revere. I liked the Declaration of Independence one better. I felt like they yeah. utilized, and they didn't have the town crier in the uh, Midnight Ride of Paul Revere, and I right. thought he was a really fun addition. I thought, yeah. I mean, he's like a performer. He's not just like a cast member handing out flags. He performs, and he was really good. Yeah, he, he sang. Yeah, he, he, he sang, and the song is such an earworm. It's a great <laughs> song. Yeah, we were singing it all day afterwards. Yes, um, it's fun. Yeah, it's yeah. just something to break up the day. You didn't. We didn't. We walked up a minute before it started. How often do they do the? Uh, Seems to be like every forty-five minutes or something. Yeah. So the do they have them uh, like in the booklet, like when the times are? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. We walked up to the hall of presidents and we talked to the cast member there and we said, "When is the next great moments in history?" And she said, "Oh, I don't know." But they have a times guide over in the Christmas shop. So we walked across to the Christmas shop and talked to the woman there. Um, and she said, I don't know. And I said, well, they told us to come to you. She goes, well, I don't know. I said, okay, thanks. <laughs> it, was, Great. it was bizarre. Great. So it, as of now, it's just, if you catch it. No, so the, the, <laughs> in, the, in, the Declaration of Independence is on set times. You found it on the app, right? Yes, I found it on I found it on the website. I googled uh, yeah. Great Moments in History with the Muppets, and then the first link was the Disney site. The and that one's it felt longer than the Paul Revere one, and that one apparently is just random. Yeah, um, I'm sure you could find. Did some they sort do of other ones other than to it, those two? That's all we saw. No, those are the only yeah. two. Yeah. Okay. And I the, could see them certainly adding new elements yeah, to it. Yeah, seems, it seems like it would be easy. All you would need to do is the Muppet recordings. But Do the crowds seem receptive, like good crowds? or Yeah. It, yeah, the people that like wanted to see it, I think, were already in place. Like, I didn't see... Like, people that were walking through didn't seem to stop and, like, take it in. Huh. But the people that did, like, they knew it was going to go off. They right. were already in place to watch it. Yeah, I feel like if you have a choice and you can see one, I'd say see the Declaration of Independence one. There's just more uh, elaboration with the set pieces, like Sam the Eagle's there's, there's kind more of Sam a cool, Eagle. like he's in a cooler position than uh, he is in the Midnight Ride one. Yeah. Um, oh, it, it, the Eagle. park wasn't that crowded no. on that day either, so that probably contributed to it not feeling overly filled in that area but i could see like on a really busy day just, you not being even able to crap. walk through there <laughs> and they do cut off the exit to the hall of presidents when the show goes on so you can't cut off 
to the right after Correct. you exit the Hall of Presidents, you have to go around Sleepy Hollow Snacks. So that I, I can see that kind of getting annoying on a busy day where yep. it's just like I need to move around and that area is just full of chairs and tables that <laughs> so I I'm not sure how that's gonna go, but I thought it was a nice addition. I wasn't sure like how it would work in Liberty Square and how everything would look, but I I thought it was good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Nice. So you wanna talk about like the Twitter account? That Did we really talk about the Halloween party? Oh, we didn't really talk about the Halloween party. We went to the Halloween you, party on Monday. What did you have to say about that? Um, we had a good time. We all dressed up. Um, Catherine had a lot of positive feedback. She was um, Constance, the uh, the bride. And Scott, you were Kronk. Kronk, yeah. And Robin Holly, um, you were Mad Madam Mim. And uh, Rob had a pretty <laughs> deep cut. He was Merlin from Sword in the Stone. But specifically... The scene where um, he gets back from Bermuda and he's wearing <laughs> Bermuda shorts and has a baseball hat. So everyone looked good. And um, the Booty You Parade was awesome as always. And we watched, um, is it called Hollow Wishes still? Mm -hmm. And Hollow Wishes was great. I mean, it's one of my favorite nighttime spectaculars. Um, anyone else have any new? I mean, it was. it's pretty much the Halloween party that we know and love. It didn't seem to be anything really better candy and oh, yeah. and full-size candy really Where? so much candy. the entrance uh, see not uh, they completely missed me at the entrance mm. yeah i think it was at a certain time did we get there like right on an hour i could see like maybe like if it was like five o'clock when we got there or six o'clock that like at six they funnel everyone back through the back entrance of main street usa like to the right. Yeah, tomorrow, because we yeah. didn't even see them giving out bags when mm -hmm. we went through. Yeah, because um, they had two candy stops, and the first bag you got was a bag of, like, three or four full-size candies. Which is <laughs> awesome, yeah. And <laughs> I I had already had, like, a full bag of candy, and I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with all this candy. Like, <laughs> And we went on Splash Mountain. It was me, Rob, uh, and our friends Joe and Aaron. And I didn't even have my bag, and Joe was like, oh, there's a candy stop right here. I'm going to get candy. And I, I went up with them, and they're like, do you want candy? I'm like, no, I don't even have my bag. And she's like, oh, that's no problem. She got a new bag, literally filled it to the brim, the bag, wow. with candy, and gave me one. And I was like, I'm only one man. <laughs> <laughs> what can I what do? What do you want me to do with this? She was like, eat it. Bye. <laughs> so, so much candy. Something different that we... We have never done, and they do this normally, it's not unique to the Halloween party, was the projection show. And oh. where we watched it from, like... Was it we, Celebrate the Magic? Yeah. yeah, we were right in the middle of Main Street, outside the Emporium. Yeah. And, um, and since the crowds it, it was, weren't as big, we had a right. really good vantage point. Yeah, yeah, but it was just really nice to, to watch it from there. You saw the entire castle, you still heard all the music as clear as could be. I just thought that was the really enjoyable. The hub gets very crowded, and we kind of yeah. said before that night was really crowded at the Magic Kingdom. It did not feel like there a party wasn't night. though. Like we got no, lucky yeah. if you go because people are all in the park and they're not leaving at that point, or they're so. lined up for the parade elsewhere. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. So that was a nice. See, we were there for the last electrical parade. It was crazy. Oh my! God. Oh yeah, we did see the last electrical parade. The very the the ele ten o'clock one. Eleven o'clock one. Yeah. yeah. That was you could tell people were um, sentimental. Yeah, yeah. Even the cast members, like you could tell, they had big smiles on their faces. And I, I think friends were there because there was.
people yelling to them and then they would smile at them. Uh, so people were cheering. like, especially like the dancers and the ballroom dancers and yeah. stuff. Right. So that was cool. That is cool. But yeah, I say another successful Halloween party in the books. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you want to talk about the Twitter account? Yes. <laughs> so we knew that there was a Twitter account and it's at WDW today. Um, so I don't know if we've ever mentioned them on the show or not, but four of us are Scott excluded are big fans of the cheeseburger spring rolls, mm. um, at the kiosk just outside jungle cruise, jungle cruise across room. from the tiki room. So along that walkway before you get to pirates, um, it wasn't open. We went there a little after 11 on Thursday again, and it wasn't open. Nobody's there. So there's a kiosk next to it for soda and, and popcorn. And we asked the cast member, oh, when is this stand opening? And she didn't know and then asked her boss or whomever was standing there. And they said 11. So we stood around for a while. Nobody's showing up. So I think, Catherine, you mentioned we should tweet them. So I just sent a quick tweet and said, So hey, this is a Disney-run Twitter account. Yes. Correct. Yeah, so I tweet at them and I just said, Hey, when is the cheeseburger stand, the cheeseburger spring roll stand opening in Adventureland? And at that point, I think we decided to get on Pirates. We had a fast pass for Pirates. We were standing around. And when I got off the ride, they responded and said, Oh, thanks for the question. Um, it'll reopen to guests on Saturday morning. This location is closed yeah. until Saturday morning. Yeah. You're like, well... Why wouldn't they... It could have been something as simple as just putting a sign there. <laughs> Literally just yeah. put a paper sign. But it was nice to be able to ask somebody... Like, and I think sometimes they respond even quicker, but that was probably a deep, a deep cut of a question yeah. that they had to like kind of research. I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, How big do you think their team is that runs the Twitter account? One know. man. One, one man in the computer. <laughs> one man with Google. I don't know. I guess you could look at their feed and see how many questions they're getting. Yeah, uh, like daily. Or that'd be hourly. amazing. It was just one dude who's just like <laughs> just just frantically everything. researching. Yeah, so so we got that response. So that that was all well and good. And then Friday we Friday evening we went to Hollywood Studios. <laughs> so um, we were poolside drinking, drinking. Yeah, we were all day. We were so I was in a, I was in a mood, and <laughs> we, we get there and. We set up shop to watch uh, Star Wars, a galactic spectacular. Right they're, near they're... Min and Bill's dockside diner. Yes. So it's supposed to start at eight, <laughs> and it's like eight. They dim the lights on um, Hollywood Boulevard around that whole area. The lights are dimmed, and the, the show's not starting. It's like 8.05, and I look at Catherine. I'm like, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Because Disney is very punctual about these things. Well... It starts, and we could barely hear it. And Holly and I saw it from the middle um, of Hollywood Boulevard in July, and it was perfect and loud. You could hear everything, see everything. So something was technically wrong, we surmised. I mean, you barely, unless you... We, we were having a full-on conversation at this level between oh, yeah. the four of us. You should not be able to hear that during a firework. Mm -hmm. The people behind us were yapping during <laughs> their whole conversation. Um, 
So I think you mentioned towards the end, you're like, you should tweet them again. So I, I tweeted them. I didn't get any response on that, but like the sign came on the, the, Oh my gosh. The jumbotron right out on frozen sing along came on and it was so bright and so distracting. It was horrible. I was so ticked off at yeah. this point. I was just like, what? Like they should not have done that show if it was not good to go. They should have just said we had to cancel it tonight. Yeah, and so what? Thirty seconds. So I send this. I, I send this tweet as we're watching. I say, "What's up with the show at Hollywood? The Star Wars show? You could, we can't hear anything." So it was like thirty um, seconds like, left. Yeah, thirty seconds left. All of a sudden, the audio came back to, to full level. Um, sort of like. Did, did they the know tweet? Yeah. yeah, did the tweet do it? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. Um, I afterwards asked a cast member, was there something up with the show? And she said, yes, there was definitely some technical issues. Beyond that, she didn't say much. So It's really strange for Disney to put out a show if I there's know. a glimmer of not being ready for it. Yep. I, I thought that was really strange. I was, I was ticked off. I was so mad. Um, and then... That was extra magic hours at Hollywood Studios, and we thought we could go to Sci-Fi without reservation. So we we did. We went over to Sci-Fi. They gave us a pager, and they were about to close. And they said they would get us in. So we were like, "We'll be in soon." Rob goes and runs to get a beer, and <laughs> and just I kept in, running. So I, yeah, I went into what's that quick service by Star Star Tours uh, the, uh, the, backstage. Yeah, where all of the like the the faux props are. Yeah, yeah. So I go in there. No, no. Commissary was already closed. Yeah, ABC commissary was closed. I go over there and try to get a drink. Not open. I go over to Fifties Prime Time Cafe because they have the full bar in there. Yep. Go in there. Guy says, "Sorry, we're closed." I go. What time is this? Just about thirty thirty five, maybe. And And they're open till ten. Right. They're open till ten. The park's open till ten. Then I go back over to the stand. Um, outside the exit of Starbucks, for lack of a better description of where it's at. Um, that's 12 deep trying to get a drink. And it was like nothing, they kept nothing open. Restaurants weren't open. You keep a park open till 10 o'clock, you need to have Keep options. the park open, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. If the like, park's open, have it all open. Right. And there's not that much at Hollywood Studios to begin with that you can start cherry picking what you include. It was like a ghost town over in that part. Like (coughs) nothing open, nothing going on. Yeah, it was, was, it was very, it was very dead. So Rob, Rob went to the power of the tweet one more time. Yeah. So I complained about that. They didn't respond to that. And then we're leaving. Um, Mm -hmm. and we're after dinner, we were going to get on the bus to go and back to And he sent another one that said, why aren't you responding to me? <laughs> no. Um, so we go to our bus stop, Pop Century, and it's, my estimation was three bus loads worth of people. It was horrible. Like, yeah. it was insane. So I tweeted at them again with a picture. And so we ended up getting a cab. We just got a van um, that was waiting there. But um, they tweeted the next morning. So I don't think this account is maintained. Some must close at <laughs> nine. <laughs> they close at nine. They're yeah. like, I can't deal with you tonight, Rob. And they said, here. sorry for the inconvenience or uh, your disappointing night or something. And then um, we'll share your, your concern with our leadership team. So. That's all you can hope for. I mean, as long as you have a conduit to getting yeah. some feedback But I think if you and... have, it, if you're not like complaining or bitching about something, 
and you just have questions, I think they're probably much more responsive to get you that answer. Right? Yeah, like the and, cheeseburger spring right. roll, they got back to us immediately. Yeah. I mean, that was that was pretty impressive. Because they respect, they understand how important that is. <laughs> <laughs> they don't understand if they had, had it closed till Saturday. That Clearly. bring right. There's seem and it was open the previous. It's undergoing day. refurbishment. <laughs> that little the little cart. Back to the Star Wars Galactic Spectacular, though. I, I do feel like they need to do some maintenance at Hollywood Studios to make that park more nighttime show conducive. Because there's like one or two lanes that you have a decent view of what they're actually projecting, and then everything else is obscured view. I mean, we were obscured by trees, and we weren't even that far away. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know it's what true. you do to cut down those trees, man. <laughs> no, I don't know, but yeah, no. And I those understand. giant concrete pillars that they've installed to project it—they take up a lot of the viewing they space do. too. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. know what you would do, but it's a good point. Yeah, I, I, it's going to be interesting how this all pans out. With, I mean, if they have a Star Wars land, like, are they going to move this just to Star Wars land? Like, maybe there'll be more of like a theater or like more of like a. a specific experience with a nighttime show when that all gets built in 30 years yeah. <laughs> um but yeah it was you know all in all a good trip we're talking about a lot of our but we had a great time um you know they all got to do the frozen sing-along for the first time i think that was highly enjoyable oh, for adults that was so good that was a trip highlight i think yeah yeah a lot of a lot of us really enjoyed that the two performers who played the um historians of arendelle were awesome they yes. were so impressive um the one guy's voice was incredible too they were just both so funny. I, it seemed like they did a decent amount of ad libbing, although I don't know if it was just they just look, made it look They're really just so natural. Good. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was really good. Funny. But it was very current. Like I mean, they were they were pop culture like to the week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They weren't making the uh, Kim Kardashian jokes that the Aladdin show was making five years after Kim Kardashian <laughs> was really relevant in California. So sure. good on them. But. Yeah. All right, well, does that, does that wrap it up for our trip review? I believe it does, unless yeah, I... Yeah, we really fit a lot in, but we, we are very tired today. Yes. <laughs> it's a week worth of Disneying to catch up on. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, so our last call is next. Does anybody have anything for yeah, last Yeah, I call? do. Um, I just want to say a very happy birthday to one of our cast members, Catherine, who is celebrating a birthday this Yee! week in a few days. Happy so. birthday. Happy birthday, birthday. Catherine. Thank you. Thank Feel you. free to, um, you know, wish her a happy birthday on the Facebook or the tweets. Thank you. Hit her up. Sounds good. Thanks. You're I welcome. I do have a last call. What you got? Um, we've actually had a couple people give some recommendations. Um, so I just want to say continue to recommend. Uh, message us with a picture or any food item that you recommend. Or and, drinks. Or drinks. Mm, food and wine. And goodies. certainly we will post it on Facebook. Yes, thanks to everybody who did. We've had some listeners, some friends. So thank you everyone who's participating with us. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I've got a last call too. This was something that I really enjoyed. And I'm probably one of the only ones who really enjoyed it. On the Soren queue now, there is the oh. Soren challenge. 
So, if you're waiting in the Soren line for like 70 minutes, SorenChallenge.com, and you can play the game. And if you don't close out of the game, you can play it at home. Because it doesn't Scott check for your... Scott somehow found something lamer than designing a car <laughs> at test track. Which I also didn't get to do this week. Wait, so have you been playing the Soren Geography Challenge in your house? I played it this morning. Oh, God. <laughs> God. And the yellow team won. Congratulations. Thanks to me. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, it's, it's geography trivia, so... And it's great. It was hard. It's, it's not easy. I'm not a geography buff, and I was feeling like a real dumb dumb. It and they were like, how was that? I'm like, no idea. <laughs> I cannot. Yeah, there was a point I got three or four questions wrong in a row. Yeah, it's, it was a little frustrating. But, all right. Well, everyone, thanks for listening, and we will be talking to you in two weeks. So. Yeah, as always, um, follow us on social media at WDW Happy Hour on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. Um, follow us on Facebook. Um, hit us up. Um, we're WDWHappyHour at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any questions or you want to uh, recommend a topic that we should discuss, we love hearing from you guys. Um, yeah, keep, keep uh, reaching out to us because we really enjoy hearing from you. And that's pretty much it. All right. Cheers, everyone. Cheers.